Oh, hi, munchers. Welcome to another episode of Monday Movie Munchy Madness. This is your co-host, Michael, reminding you, as always, that this podcast does contain spoilers. This week's movie, sorry to bother you. So sit down, put your headphones in, and let's start making calls. Hey, 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 and welcome to Movie Monday Munchie Madness. I'm Nick Owen. I'm joined today by Michael Brown and Michael. Hello. Is, is that your white, white guy voice? White person voice? Well, it seems to be working better for me. Uh, I feel like we podcast listens are up and uh, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Sounds real good. Being the master let's, podcaster let's it, yeah. pretty soon here. Yeah. Well, this week we saw Sorry to Bother You. And how would you describe this movie? Well, Nicholas, without giving too much away, I'd say it's sort of a mix between Get Out for me, and John Ma- It's an absurdist dark comedy with magical realism and science fiction inspired by the telemarketing world. industry. World. <laughs> world. <laughs> yeah, industry, I think. Yeah, that's an incredible description, Nicholas. Well, yeah, that's from uh, director Bootsy Riley on the movie. Bootsy Riley. Boots. Yeah, Boots Riley. Okay, Boots. Are you sure it's not Bootsy? It's just Boots. Boots Riley, yeah. It's just Boots right. on the ground. Um, we came in with pretty high expectations on this movie. Uh, I think I had an eight. I believe you had an eight and a half. I believe so. Um, coming out of this movie, what do you think? Mm, well, you know. Um, you want to talk it out? I mean, we don't have to get let's right Let's talk it out because I don't right think I've it. settled on my number yet. Yeah, you just saw There's it last night. There's a lot night, to digest right? in this movie. I saw this, yeah. I got out of this movie at 1 a.m. today. Yeah. So let's talk it out. Yeah. In a section I, I like to I, call, let's talk it out. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this last last week, so I've had time to think about it. Yeah, you've quite a bit of time. To ruminate and noodle on it. Yeah. Um,. I mean, it's starring Le- Le- Keith Stanfield and Tessa Thompson sure. and uh, Army Hammer, Terry Danny Cruz. Glover, Danny Glover, Terry Crews. Yeah, which is, I mean, he's kind of like barely in it. Yeah, right. Towards the end, yeah, that was a good scene. Um, but what do you think in general? I know you don't have a number, but I mean, honestly, it, uh, this is sort of like what I said when. Uh, we watched uh, Brigsby Bear. Like, this is the kind of movie I like seeing people make. It's creative. It's well-executed. shows a unique perspective. Uh, it's got a great storyline. It's got a lot of symbolism, and there's deeper levels to the movie. It's, and this is the kind of movie I consider art, so I respect it a lot. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, I guess, yeah, it feels like you're going to go a higher number than I am, but I thought... Uh, I don't know. I agree with with some of that, but it was not what I was what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. So it kind of threw me off. And yeah. I think uh, I think it was a little all over the place. Didn't know quite what it was. Yeah. As a movie, but uh, I think I enjoyed it for the most part. I think that I think this movie sort of like it it sort of wanders you around through the little universe that they're creating and it kind of gives you a tour of everything that's going on how all these different people feel within this universe it gives you a lot of that a lot of backstory before you get that that payoff at the end um so yeah structurally it was a little weird for sure you didn't know what they were playing at most of the movie 
Just yeah, and I guess like, did you see any trailers with? Uh, I got. I don't remember if they were in the ones I saw, but I didn't, I, I didn't recognize them. Mm-hmm. But did you notice any of the uh, kind of magical realism that Boots Riley was talking about? No, I, not in the trailers. Because it, it it shows up very early in the movie. Yeah, where like he's once he gets his job, um, he just like jumps into those like his desk falls into their uh yeah whoever they're living or wherever he's calling them yeah you know what i mean i th- i love the i love that i did like that it threw me off a little bit at first because i wasn't expecting it right but yeah you're the, expecting a straightforward movie yeah and then you get that right off the bat yeah exactly yeah. but the movie kept throwing curveballs throughout the the whole thing absolutely yeah but i guess uh you're gonna get that with an absurdist dark comedy, I mean magical realism. It's sort of similar to like the show Atlanta, which kind of does the same thing. Where sometimes like yeah, sure, there's an invisible car or something. Totally, you know. Yeah, it's just a random surrealist at like element to within like a what would be an otherwise normal human story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's definitely. I mean, I mean, this wasn't really a normal human story at any point. No, this is like an alternative reality almost. Yeah. Right? Like an alternative version of Oakland. Yeah, definitely. It's based in Oakland. Yeah, but it, it, it they took things to an absurdist extreme to sort of point out... A lot of movies based in Oakland recently, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Black Panther. I mean, that's I know that's black. That's two. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Right off the bat. But, uh, Bailey said Bailey mentioned another one I forget what it was it was like already out in theaters or coming out soon yeah uh, and then there's something else well a lot of the trailers for this movie were sort of similar to like oh the, yeah like the Black Struggle movies there were multiple are, movies about uh, people getting shot by the police yeah in the trailer yeah I mean it's like a new subgenre of movies which is interesting I mean even um, yeah. even The Purge was, was sort of in the same vein, in a way. It showed the struggle of um, people on Staten Island living in, in uh, yeah. the projects yeah. and sort of rallying against the government. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of movies coming out along these lines. And honestly, like, that's a... I think it's it's there's an importance to that storyline because these are new voices that we're hearing in film, and that's kind of exciting. And plus, a lot of these movies are really good, like, really enjoyable. Black Panther was great. I mean, that's a superhero movie, but it had it had the the Oakland slant to it. And yeah. this movie was great. And the the first Purge was I liked a lot more than I thought I would like. I mean, maybe I, I kind of expected it? to like it, but no. But it was in Staten Island, and it showed oh, yeah, it yeah. showed people struggling and like diminished by their government, and then sort of rising up against that. Sure. Yeah, and then these movies that are coming down the pipeline. They could be good. They could be good. Like people Who in knows? the theater reacted. We won't find out until well. we get, until we watch. Yeah, but people, uh, there was a lot of good reaction in the theater to all of those trailers. People were laughing. People were clapping. People were crying. Yeah, probably people were sneezing. People were definitely sneezing. They clapped till they cried. Eating popcorn, super loud. <laughs> all kinds of noises that tell you people are excited for these films. Yeah. Fun open fact. Oh, hold on. Uh, I heard a few people would be like, "Damn." Did you? Yeah. Some dance? Yeah. I like that. That's wild. Yeah, it's colorful. Um, you got a fun fact, numbers boy. 
Yeah, uh, did you guys notice Mr. Fab in that one scene? Uh, I didn't notice scene? him. Uh, did not. I saw it in the in the credits afterwards. It was like not a, in the movie. Yeah, at first, on the IMDb like, credits. At first, it didn't really like seem really fully open to me. Fabby Davis Jr. shows up. Yeah, but he like comes out. <laughs> the one part he like comes out of the houses and it like clearly is just like super Oakland, and then. Mr. Fab drives up in a car and he just like throws his drink. Like, oh, makes fun uh, yeah. That drink was Mr. Up. Fab? Yeah, that's the rapper Mr. Right. Fab. AKA Fabby Davis Jr. Yeah. Very famous Bay Area legend. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I loved Fab when I was in high school. I still love him. We were all in high school. When, yeah, when I see, uh, when I see him repping the Warriors. I got a list at the parade of, uh, and whatnot. I got a list of movies based in Oakland too if you want some. Um, I'll, I'll hear a few of the good ones. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, a View to a Kill, I think is a James Bond movie. Never heard of it. The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> Howard the I Duck. Actually, I actually, hold on. I've never... Howard the Duck. That's yeah. interesting. I've never, I never watched the second two Matrix, Matrixes. They were not as good as the first. That's what I've heard. Yep. I've seen them several times, but they're not as good. Yeah. I never watched them. Yeah. On The Matrix, a quick aside... That movie still stands up. It's not like you go back and try to watch Sin City and it's like, oh, this movie sucks now. <laughs> you watch it recently? But yeah, I watched The Matrix in the last few months and it was awesome. Yeah. I was like, oh, I fucking love yeah, this movie. This movie's great. It's good to hear. Yeah. A uh, couple more. Basic Instinct, Moneyball, Angels ah, in the Outfield. Moneyball, fella. <laughs> I didn't know Angels. I thought that was Anaheim. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, an Anaheim. Anaheim Angels. They probably yeah. like had a road trip game uh, they just shot yeah. at an Oakland Coliseum, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be the cheapest to rent out, I'm sure. Yeah. It'd be like $17. You could get it for the whole day. Did you guys say Fruitvale Station earlier? No, uh, but that was that we should have. That's like the best Cougs. one. That's, yeah, that's like the best one in this subgenre. Of yeah. Movies. Cougs. Cougs? Coug- Ryan Coogler. No, Ryan Coogler. Oh, Ryan Coogler. <laughs> and the cable guy. Oh, the cable, the cable guy. cable guy is in Oakland? Apparently. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, I know that movie pretty well, but... Is there magical doesn't seem like there? there. Yeah. It seems like New York. <laughs> yeah, it's like always raining. Well, not always, but like there's a scene on the satellite dish where it's raining. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Very iconic scene. Yeah. Dude, Dude, it's the, yeah, I believe it's the movie poster. Wasn't that the movie poster? I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, back to... Uh, Sorry about it. Yeah. yeah. There's some good... Uh, w. Kamau Bell makes an appearance in... Who? W. Kamau Bell. Is that? Like, uh, um, I don't know. He does stuff on TV. He's got his... Like, uh, United Shades of America. Totally Who was biased. he in? He's just like a random guy in the crowd. That I think they interview him. Okay. He's like standing there watching the protest or something. Uh, interesting. Maybe he just randomly pops up and just like, oh shit. Nice little... He's, for him. he's literally named other man in the crowd oh wow just a guy uh, the scene where he gets hit in the head with the soda yeah and then they like kids for Halloween are wearing the uh, the costume you know like so it's, good this is the soda pop like hitting the afro you know yeah uh, and uh, it reminded me of the 10 and little girl dresses as, as Stephen Montgomery for uh, oh, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm buried in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that reminded me of something. That's exactly what it was. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, that whole... They, 
the whole world suddenly revolving around him like that is like part of that absurdist nature of it. Yeah, something that maybe shouldn't like be news. Yeah, it didn't seem like a big deal. Yeah. Suddenly it's got 150 million views on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> whatever they said. Exactly. And <laughs> little kids are making their Halloween costume about it. Is there's like a whole line of kids when he's yeah. in a coffee shop or whatever that walk by and he's just like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. But yeah, very the ten. Which is another that's absurdist comedy. The yeah. ten for sure. Yeah. Absurdist dark comedy, who'd you say? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, definitely. Sure. David Wayne uh, yeah. and Boots Riley should make a Any movie Any of the prison together. scenes. Ass rape. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cancer jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Sort of dark, dark comedy. comedy. <laughs> Did you guys get any mother vibes from this movie? No. Oh. That's interesting. Well, maybe thinking of it a little bit now. Compared uh, to maybe some of the other movies we've reviewed. Mm. Well, yeah, certainly <laughs> closer to. It's pretty absurd. Yeah, just the deep symbolism. There's, yeah, there was. It was common. Yeah, you want to talk about the symbolism? You mentioned it before, but yeah, um, there's a lot to unpack in this movie. There is definitely. Um, I guess the best place to start is Detroit's earrings. Yeah, Tessa Thompson's earrings. They always like have some saying. Yeah, like at first, I, th- I think the first one's like "kill, kill, kill, yeah. murder, 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 kill, kill, kill." Yeah, which was was that a Tupac song? Yeah, murder, For, murder. I think that's a Tupac song. Possibly. Yeah, the chorus is murder, 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 kill, kill, kill. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, there's some other ones too. Yeah, like the guy in the electric chair. Yeah. Was one what was that was, about? I don't know. Like that's the thing. I don't even know what all this stands for. But was that supposed to be a struggle for sure? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and there's more. I mean, she she wears the murder, murder, murder ones again later in the movie. Well, there she had other like sayings too that were like, I don't want to remember what they said, but yeah, they're huge. Those huge earrings, and they would always they would just like switch, like something about getting shot or something. Yeah, I don't know. Cassius would just be like, "Did you change? Did you change earrings?" I didn't notice you changed earrings. Yeah. yeah. How about her final art installation? That her was that was so uncomfortable to watch. Like she puts on her uh, white person British voice, which is Lily James. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. It's disappointing only hearing her voice. I like to see Lily James. I, I love that girl. We're gonna have to see Mamma Mia for that. Mamma Mia. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> is that on the schedule? Uh, I don't you, think you, you especially, were personal schedule. Yeah, you especially sure. requested that. Yeah, I definitely did. <clears throat> I believe you're still in charge of the schedule because I'm terrible with anything to do with dates yeah, and you've timing. Ne- you've never scheduled anything in your life. Scheduling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, if you're listening to this and you work with me, just kidding. I'm great at it. But seriously, I suck. But uh, it's not currently on the schedule. Currently. Yeah. But hey, maybe. Yeah. Does that mean I'd have to watch the first one? Because Lily James isn't in it, and I'm not interested. Exactly, yeah. Is it Amanda Seyfried? Oh, yeah, I don't like her. You don't like her? Not really. Why? I don't know. She just looks weird. It kind of breeds me out. Interesting. I think she looks kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> she looks good. <laughs> maybe because she's always a mean mean girl I think you just watch the movie mean girls maybe because I watched the movie mean girls <laughs> like oh that's her she's just kind of dumb and 
mean. <laughs> but she's good. Yeah. And mean girls. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. That's true. What else has she been in? I don't know. She's got to be another stuff. She's definitely another stuff. I feel like uh, I saw her in stuff. Oh, that was an alpha Disney. dog. Yeah. Was she an alpha dog? Yeah, she is. Alright. Maybe I'll give her a She's the same as mean girls, but not as dumb. Yeah. Not as mean. Yeah. Definitely not, not as mean. girls. Yeah. I just hear about of girls. I think this is how I feel about her, is I feel that she's one of those girls who, like, gets kind of shoved down America's throat. As like, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> nice topic. Yeah. Like, maybe it's Maybelline and it's just Amanda Siegfried. Hey. And it's just like, eh, I don't know about that. It's just Amanda Siegfried. I don't know Siegfried. if that's what you're going for. Ladies. I don't know. She's in uh, that... Uh, what's the 100,000 Ways to Die in the West? Oh, that's right. With uh, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane. That's Seth MacFarlane movie. Yeah. It was pretty terrible. Yeah, that movie was pretty bad. Very bad, I would say, mm-hmm. actually. Have you seen Seth MacFarlane's new TV show? It's like the Star Trek kind of show. Have no, you ever watched it? I wish you didn't even bring it up. Okay, well, I, I'm only bringing it up for one reason. Because I watched, like, the last five minutes of an episode the other day when I was waiting for something else to come on. And it was, like, a serious show. I thought it was a comedy. No, it's supposed to be, like, a serious it's like science Star Trek. fiction. Yeah. It's legitimately, like, a reboot of Star Trek. Yeah, the nerds love it. Yeah, it's Star Trek. It's just Star Trek yeah. with Seth MacFarlane. I was very surprised. I thought it was like a spoof on Star Trek. But they were like, oh, the Klinglors. You just killed a million <laughs> Klinglor blabies, and now they're going to come back and haunt you in their space dreams. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, we got to fly this sh- <laughs> shit. All right. Yeah. Enough about funny, that. Though. I don't care. Yeah. Um, what, back to Sorry to Bother You, mm-hmm. this movie we saw this week. Mm-hmm. Um. A guy who I've recently become a big fan of is Army Hammer. Re- you just recently became an Army Hammer fan? I mean, not recently is a relative term. Like, it wasn't like the last two weeks, but okay. <laughs> over the last year, I'd say I became a, a big Army Hammer guy. Is that a lot to do with uh, that movie he was in? You... Calling by Your Name. Calling by Your Name, where you got um, snubbed. You, I, if I remember back to the Oscar podcast, you believe he got snubbed. I do believe he got snubbed. He didn't even get nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Did you like him uh, before or after the social network? Like, did you like him after social network, though? Uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, I've liked Army Hammer since I've seen Social Network. Yeah. I don't know if he's been in too much before that, but um, yeah, everything I've seen since, I, I, think he, I think he's elevated his level since... Social Network, for sure. He did a lot of TV before then. Yeah, I was um, looking at this earlier. It was like one or, one or two episodes per TV show, right? Yeah, he was just like a, yeah, like whatever, a guest star or whatever. And then... I want to look this like, up. Have you, either of you seen The Man from Uncle? Yeah, actually, I really like that movie. You do like that? Yeah, it was a cool I've, movie. I've heard good things about that movie. Yeah, I would suggest, uh, if you like action movies um, that are kind of funny... Yeah. See that? It's good. It's like, you know, sort of like got an in Bruges kind of feel to it a little bit, but not oh, yeah. quite as Nocturnal Animals. Dark. He's barely in Nocturnal Animals. I mean, the thing about Man from Uncle is it's Guy Ritchie. Uh, yeah, it's your boy. He, he, he went from being my boy to being not my boy to being my boy again. I haven't seen The Lone Ranger. I don't think I will. Yeah, I think I'll never see The Lone Ranger. Have you ever played the Lone Ranger video game? Because that's also on his IMDb. Yeah, I have <laughs> not, but uh, 
his actual first credit on IMDb is Arrested Development. That's so cool. Student number two. There's no way you start off your career with Arrested Development and it goes anywhere but straight to the moon. Yeah, exactly. So I guess really it's just Social Network. I barely remember him and he played two Jay guys. Edgar and Nocturnal Animals. Yeah, I actually don't remember him at all from Men from Uncle. I don't think. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. I don't remember him in Entourage, the movie either. But he plays Arnie Hamer. Uh, no, I guess he was. Yeah, you gotta see. It's fucking Henry Cavill, Arnie Hamer, and Alicia Vikander. Oh, the man from Uncle, exactly. Man from Uncle. Yeah, that's great. Okay, I'll, I'll check that out soon. I'm sure he, I think he's like a major character and he's built second. So maybe I just don't remember that it was him. Five upcoming projects, too. So you know he's going in. Call Me By Your Name sequel. I don't know if I like that. But it's the same director, so it'll probably look gorgeous again. Yeah. Trailer talk. He's in a movie coming up called On the Basis of Sex. Mm hmm. Guess what that's about? Sex? Ruben uh, Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> what? Oh. But Justin Theroux's in it. Felicity Jones is in it. Kathy Bates is in it. It's got. Jesus Christ himself, Justin Thoreau. Wow. It's gotta be good. So, yeah, that's how you know. What's the, uh... We're really spreading out our trailer talk here, but I feel like I saw another Justin Thoreau movie. Is it The Spy Who Dumped Me? Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, the one with Mila Kunis. Yeah, and Kate McKinnon. Is that on the schedule? Because I know that's coming out soon. Um, Should be. It, I mean... The, the schedule terrible. honestly doesn't go past really two weeks, so, but okay. it is on my mental schedule. It's like, mental it's going to be on there. Yeah. Okay. We will be seeing it. Maybe around Christmas time, there'll be some movies stacked up. Yeah. Because there's a lot of good movies out. Yeah. But yeah, on the basis of sex, there's a, there's a, a Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary out right now called RBG. It's, well, pl- it's playing in some theaters right RBG. now. Yeah. When I hear Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I just think of. Uh, Babe Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah from what was that show called Ben and Kate yeah Ben and Kate oh man Ben and Kate if you guys can dig up that one failed wow. season of Ben and Kate I mean I know it's a TV show but that thing was yeah. fucking hilarious Faxon and uh, the Johnson girl what's her name Lish the girl Elijah Booth Johnson it's the girl from uh, Fifty Shades yeah. yeah. Is it? Don Johnson's daughter. Dakota Johnson. Yeah. No, is that right? I just said that yeah. with conviction. It is, Dakota. it is right. All right, so that's the same girl as in ben and Kate. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, it's absurd. Oh, shit. Cause everyone, but she's hilarious. Everyone, yeah, she's super funny. Yeah. Why is she trying to do I'm, serious roles? She, like she hosted Saturday Night Live, and it was great. It was a great set of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, if I she's super correctly. funny. Yeah, oh, man, I would love to see her do more, more comedy. Come on, Dakota, treat us. She's probably in something. Stop doing Fifty Shades of Grey. I want to get back to Army Hammer in this movie though. Okay. Um, <laughs> his uh, his character is absurd. Like that's what I've been thinking the most about it, it, in his this. Character? Yeah, he's the CEO of this absurd like uh, company, I guess. Yeah. It tell, is a company. T- tell us what the company does. The company is uh, 
they pay lifetime contracts or they sign lifetime contracts with their employees to live in these super small like <laughs> rooms with like up to eight other people it seemed it's, like it's just a prison yeah you're in bunk beds with you're possibly in the same bed yeah <laughs> eating prison food yeah exactly yeah. it's basically a prison it's like prison and a workshop like a sweatshop yeah like exactly but you know free housing for your life and yeah free everything free really housing, yeah um and Armie Hammer's the CEO of this mm-hmm. and uh, you know he seems pretty pretty innovative right yeah people <laughs> are killing him it's like they're treating him like he's Elon Musk yeah exactly like he, he's a guy Before. with terrible ideas who everyone hails <laughs> as a fucking genius yeah that, pretty that's much how he's like Elon controversial Musk. Elon Musk yeah. yeah even more controversial even more controversial he's pretty controversial yeah, exactly. already yeah um and and he gets this idea that he need he needs better production from his workforce. Yeah, um, and that's where the movie just went off the rails for me. When he started turning people into horse people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> through, through cocaine or whatever. Yeah, like snorting a line of like cocaine. I guess it was. Yeah, it was like horse. It was like cocaine that turns you into a horse. Yeah. Yeah. Aquasapiens. Aquasapiens. It's not a full horse. Like, you're a half horse, half human. Like Our statistician just said Equisapiens. Yeah, they, because the they came alive and really saved the day at the end. They did. They yeah. kicked ass. Yeah. Even during the riot. Exactly. They really well, that's where they ass. saved the day, right? Oh, yeah. And then did you stay after the credits for the extra scene? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, well, they kicked ass again. <laughs> really? Yeah, they break into Army Hammer's house. Like, they show up at his... Okay, so... How, how late did you stay? You stayed until... Spoiler alert. Did you see Lakeith, a.k.a. Cassius, turn into, start turning into a horse? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the next scene, like, there's a few credits. Not even many, because I was Spoiler literally alert. walking out of the theater during the credits. And suddenly, like, five credits in, it, there's another scene where... Yeah, I left the theater pretty quickly because uh, I was actually coming to meet up with you. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. you would have you would have to be quick to miss this, but so he, it's Cassius and he's a now a horse guy yeah. with a bunch of other horse guys, and they're at the gate of uh, Army Hammer's house. What was his name? Uh, it was like something. Uh, Mister Swift. Swift Lift. Lift. Steve Lift. Yeah, Steve Lift. So such a at, weird name. Yeah, exactly. It's super weird, yeah. but I like it. Okay. So they're at, they're at Steve Lift's house. They ring the doorbell and they're like, can't run now, motherfucker, or whatever. They break in the door. And then basically the idea is that they just broke in it and murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all. That's, oh, that's the great. actual end of the movie. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah, so they're, they're kicking ass and taking names now as Equisapiens. Which honestly doesn't seem like that bad of a deal. Because they're, no, they're there, still, there su- they're still the smartest people. For sure. But they're super strong. Yeah. And horse cocks. And horse cocks. They made very apparent in yeah, the movie. By the, by the large cocks. Yeah. On the costumes. Yeah. The costumes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that, that... It was so absurd, it knocked it down a point for me. Just like that last, I don't know, 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Is it... Okay. Ever since he like he's in the... In the... Uh, that's actually a funny scene though but when uh, he's in Army Hammer's mansion uh-huh. he's talking about I forget what the what color he calls the door but he's like no that was the olive oh, door Jade. <laughs> yeah. yeah 
I said Jade. All the that was Jade. Different <laughs> color green. Yeah. Very slightly different color green. Yeah. But yeah, ever since he comes in contact with those horses, I'm just like, oh my god, I, gotta, I don't know about this movie. Yeah, well, that's that's the part where suddenly it's uncomfortable and weird, and it's like, oh, this is where this was heading? Yeah. Ooh. Exactly. That's where I don't know if it's quite art, where you, so, you said... There's, I mean, this has to be symbolic, right? It is, and I'm sure it is, but... but what does I, it mean? I'm too dumb to figure out this symbolism. Obvious? I is don't know. Like, they're just turning people into workhorses and, like, slaves to these corporate machines. Yeah, people aren't living life enough. They're just workhorses. <laughs> like, yeah, they're, kind of, they're, like, designed now to... Or they let... Like, what is, what is the horse cocaine? Is that, like, college? Like, getting a degree and, like, going into the workforce? Is that... that what that represents or I don't know that's interesting though so inside here yeah Munchers if you've got a theory go ahead and write to us at mmmempod at gmail.com yeah no just send us a tweet it's pretty easy you yeah, just uh, you just go at mmmempod and uh, tell us your theory Sounds we'll read it on next week's cast yeah on a new section we're calling and it doesn't even have to be about horses it's about anything in this movie really just any of the symbolism because we know there was a lot. Yeah. A lot. We talk about the earrings some more. I mean, they definitely blatantly call out large corporations for using slave labor. To yes, that's very clear. Like that. Yeah. While we're on that topic, I'm going to give a quick shout out to uh, Michael Rice Can, my boy from uh, acting, the acting workshop I was at today. He was in this movie. as a, Really? Yeah, the cell phone guy. when He's sitting on the toilet, and he's talking to Cassius, and Cassius is like... We can get your cell phones built uh, yeah. way cheaper. He's, sure. He's that guy. This guy. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a terrible sound. I do remember that guy, though. That guy's funny. Yeah. Sweet. So. Um, I, I like the scenes in the, uh, in the telemarketing center with the crazy, uh, uh, his bosses. Oh, yeah, the bosses were hilarious. The one guy who just, like, seemed like an ex-convict. Just going around getting... Yeah, he's got, like, tattoos on his Yeah, there's the one montage stuff. where they just keep, like, high-fiving each other, like, <laughs> chest bumping. Dark eyes, <laughs> Yeah, that was very good. Michael X. Summers was his name. Interesting. What is he? Oh, he doesn't he's actually have his tattoos. He's an actor. Okay. I, th- guys- I thought he might have been, like, some... Like riffraff or something. Like a rapper, kind of like some sort of yeah, yeah. rapper or well, something. Like that, yeah. The did, tattoos. Yeah. Did you like uh, the girl one too, uh, Diana Debauchery? Yeah, she was super funny. Yeah, she was like one of my favorite people. She got sexual when uh, you got the power collar job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start flirting with them a bit. Pressing like thirty numbers on the. <laughs> that scene went on for so <laughs> yeah. long. That was Rosario Dawson in the elevator. Yeah, the I, of the elevator. I saw that on the credits. That's a good call. Yeah, good shout out. Definitely. And David Cross uh, and Pat Oswalt were the voices. The for, white voices. Yeah, for uh, Lakeith and the eye patch guy, Mister Mister No Last Name. Yeah, beeped up voice. Yeah. That I wonder why they did that. That's a another just absurd choice. Yeah. What do you think that represents? I don't know. Faceless corporation. 
Maybe, but he was kind of he was kind of like a, I don't know. kind of a good guy, but not really. Oh, maybe. Well, he actually no, because he kind of like sold out Cassius to Lyft. So uh, hammer. Yeah. I mean, really, he's by promote. I mean, he wasn't a horse guy. You yeah. Know? So he was like on the same side as as Lyft. So maybe that's what the blue dog's last name because he's like. He's like a turncoat kind of. I don't know. Like, he it's pretends it. to be his friend and stuff like that. Some of your other theories out. were a little better. Yeah. I'm not following this one as well. All right. Well, maybe there's some loyal listener out there who can explain it to maybe me. Maybe it's just something, like, weird they decided to do just to be absurd. It was kind of like uh, a mystery, too, like the second floor. Like, oh, what's going on up there? Yeah. So maybe it's just, like, even more Part of the mystery, yeah. I don't even know that guy's name. Just yeah. let the mystery be. Just let it be a mystery. His uh, sideburn mustache combo was pretty cool. We haven't talked about mustaches on this podcast for a while, but there were some. We, all, we good ones always do. <laughs> yeah, we constantly <laughs> always will. Yeah. I feel like we need a soundbite for talking about mustaches. Mustache time. Yeah, cut that by the time. Put that on my iPod. Slam, the, yeah, slam that button on the sound, soundboard. Yeah, I love the soundboard. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Horace Whitaker was the horse guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, um, man. Okay, well, I know I haven't said the number yet, but yeah, I'm glad we didn't say numbers yet. Entire number. <laughs> Where was Forrest Whitaker? He was the first uh, for- horse guy that he like talked. The guy to. he talks to? Yeah. Really? I didn't even notice his lazy eye with the horse face. I know. <laughs> Great job with the CGI. Yeah. <laughs> I think those were costumes. costumes. Uh, yeah, and that's an, actually another thing I was going to say I liked about this movie was yeah. that it, it goes to show you can have an absurd sci-fi-ish movie. It might have been costumes, costumes. but they CGI'd his lazy eye to make it look normal. Yeah, I think they just hit it under a horse mask, didn't they? Uh, under a horse costume. <laughs> under a horse costume. It's the easiest way to do it. I'm I think sure. you need a little extra. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I gotta say, probably the best Forrest Whitaker's ever acted in his life. <laughs> and he had an Oscar award-winning performance at one point for The Dictator. I don't believe in that. Was it called The Dictator? No, it's called like The Last was... King of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> was The Dictator, that was uh, Bobby Lee playing Kim Jong-un. I don't know, I didn't see that movie. His best performance is definitely Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, 100%. Well, or in, I just watched. Uh, he's in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I just watched. Yeah, I just watched uh, Good Good Morning Vietnam, which wow. he's in and ruins. And ruins. <laughs> and uh, he, when I was watching that, I was like, oh yeah, like he's like pretty good in Fast Times, and it's just like such a small part, and he barely has to talk, but he it's a good acting job. So he's also. Cause I know he's not like that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Also in the movie Color of Money, uh, oh, Paul yeah. Newman has a pretty good scene in that movie. Yeah. Actually. It's not necessarily acting well, but it's a good scene. It is a good scene. You're right. I got some good Donald Glover stats, which I think... Donald Glover or Danny Donald, Glover? Donald Glover. Why is that relevant? You're right, right? You'd think that. Right? Yeah. Well, he actually was originally planned to be the lead role. Oh. But he recommended Lakeith. Stanfield to be it. And I think that's a great recommendation. Yeah, I think so. He's got 
too much to do. Yeah. And he, he was doing Star Wars. Makes sense. Should have done this. Yeah. Well, I don't, uh, I'm sure I, the pay I'm scale all, was a little bit different. But I'm also all for choice. seeing more Donald Glover in anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, this seems like Donald Glover would have been in it. It's Boots. Did Donald Glover sell out by doing solo instead of this movie? What do you mean it's Basically. Boots? It's Boots... This is his first movie yeah. he's ever made. Boots he, doesn't direct like Donald Glover. I know, at but all. they have similar like style, you know, with the sort music of music style. Well, the music too, but just in the like. You a, listen to style, Boots Riley? No, the style of Atlanta is. Wait, Boots Riley's a musician. Yeah, he's more of a music. He's, this is the first movie he's ever directed. Yeah. I was just saying like, like visually, visually this and Atlanta are sort of similar. That's what I was thinking. Sure. Sure. So, I just think they. I think they would be a natural collaboration I guess is what I'm trying to say definitely maybe they will in the future maybe maybe Keith will recommend Boots to or Paperboy it was next one yeah Paperboy Paperboy all about that Paperboy I'm all about that Paperboy uh Paperboy was in one of those trailers I think was he in the uh White Boy Rick uh trailer maybe um I don't know, I wasn't paying that much attention during the trailers, yeah. really. Was text messaging and playing on my cell phone at those right. times. That is not right, Munchers. Well, here's the thing. Munchers, Munchers. Let me just say... That is not your Let me just say I was the only person not, in the movie theater uh, until the movie started and then like 10 other people. I wasn't even thinking of Actually, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. People came in before then. People came in for the... Third. But I was already in texting mode because I was in the theater by myself before the trailer started. I guess I just got to the movie theater too early, okay? Oh, well, that's an issue. Maybe you should pay attention. Do... Is, is yeah. It? Don't do what I did, Munchers. It's not good etiquette. You don't want to be texting in there. Michael is not a good example. No. Take after me, Munchers. Yeah. He's no. a good example of what you shouldn't do. Nicholas yeah. leaves his phone in the car when he goes to see a movie. Do not disturb, baby. He yeah. throws it away and then buys a new one. Yeah, every time he watches a movie. Yeah. So. He's got a card called Cell Phone Pass. It's pricey. That movie Pass offers. Where it's a little pricey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not cheap, but... But if you respect the arts, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, you an idea. Yeah. You know what Meryl Streep would say if she saw you were texting in her movie? She'd say... Fuck you. <laughs> I'm thinking you're an you idiot. Street throw. You play football or UFC, idiot. Great. Now you got street throw. Yeah, that's what you'd say. Fuck you. You got street throw. Uh, are you ready to give a final number? I'm dying. I'm ready. I'm, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? Taking into consideration that this movie had Force Whitaker, but that I didn't notice Force Whitaker. So that means they did a good job of hiding Forrest Whitaker. I'm going with an 8 out of 10. Dropped a half. I dropped a half. Uh, okay, I'm going with a 6.5 out of 10. Okay. Dropping a point and a half. Let me ask you this. Are you going to watch this movie again? Yeah, but I'm not dying to. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Please. Do you think Boots Riley has potential to possibly be a good director if he can kind of? Sure, I'll watch the next. I'll watch the next Boots Riley movie. He keeps getting good actors like Army Hammer and Lakeith Stanfield. 
sure. Tessa Thompson. Um, I didn't realize this. You did mention Boots Riley's a musician. He's done soundtracks for... I said that. Oh, I guess you weren't listening to Kukas (laughs) about... I don't know. To the... Two and and a half minutes ago. I rarely, rarely listen. I mostly talk. But super bad. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. This this trailer had very super super bad vibes to it, too. Super bad. Two of the best trailers I've seen ever. Sorry to bother you in super bad. Here's some serious trailer talk. Uh, The Ringer... um, Dot com came out with like their uh, all time trailer bracket like best trailers of all time. Did really? you did you guys see this at all? No. Um, the two I didn't look into it too much, but the top two like, like the finals was uh, Inception against Social Network. They were both good. They were both yeah, very good. Like, when I saw those trailers, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, watch that movie yeah, for exactly. sure. Yeah, but Superbad was almost like I didn't feel it that way but I was like what the hell is this movie yeah like this is a different movie <laughs> like I really need to see this but like well, I don't know like it's gonna be good or not that's how I felt about this one I was like it's gonna be something yeah something I've never seen before yeah and it was it was yeah I was this I was after seeing the trailer for Sorry to Bother You I was super excited to see this movie yeah and then I started hearing it was weird and then I became from less me? excited. No, from other people who've seen yeah. it. Like, it's and one of those me. movies where people, and you, yes. But, like, people talk about it afterwards. Which is a good sign, I think. Um, but, yeah. Especially people like you. What? Who, talking about it? I talk to about movies. <laughs> <laughs> talk about movies like this. Yeah. I mean, I'll talk about it more. Yeah. Not necessarily right now. Not but, right now. Yeah. We'll have another conversation, uh. We'll do a part two of this podcast. Yeah. How are we looking on time? Uh, f- we've taken up about 40 minutes of the uh, Muncher's Day here. Right, so you would say it was the perfect time to talk about next week. I think so. Okay. We dig D-I-R-N. Predictions. Uh, Michael, are you, talking, are you planning on seeing a movie next week? Uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Yep. Good. Um, do you know what movie? Uh, we've talked about it you probably don't know though I have no idea we're gonna go see Skyscraper starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as a uh, one-legged superhero he's not the Skyscraper no he's just as big though that's why it's good yeah that's why they made a movie this movie is already famous for the scene in the trailer where he jumps with one leg from a crane into the sky. Yeah, it's like internet famous. There's like a meme and like they did math about it. Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah. That's what I was referring to exactly. I'd love to know the math personally. Uh, I didn't dive too much into the math, but... It hasn't been reviewed by our statistician yet. Just bear that in mind. Yeah. We need to get you on the math. Yeah. You told me. You and Math McKinley can crunch that out together. Um, But there's like some parabolas and stuff. Yeah, definite parabolas. Potentially the Pythagorean theorem comes into play. Yeah. Not sure. Not a math guy. Not a math guy. <laughs> Not a fan. Um, but for me, this movie is the epitome of seeing movies in July. You know? I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Can you explain that for the munchers? Um, it's hot out there. I'm trying to get 
some meh AC in my life and just chill out and watch The Rock, like, do stupid shit and crazy stunts that aren't believable. Yeah. It's the perfect, like, summer isn't for uh, good movies anymore. It's just for, like, blockbusters, like, these ridiculous, like, um, franchises. And, like, this isn't a franchise, but it's it just... Will yeah, it possibly will be. Um, this is this year's San Andreas? But, yeah, this is why you go to the movies in the summer. It's just, like, to get out of the sun and... Yeah see stupid movies yeah couldn't couldn't agree with you more um so for that reason i'm actually i'm i'm kind of looking forward to it i think the the uh well it's got like a diehard diehard vibe to it mm. um you, you don't think so so it's a christmas movie <laughs> yeah exactly okay. um but the uh the pearl the building the skyscraper mm-hmm. is a, appealing to me it seems kind of crazy like you could have some some cool things um, on different floors and everything, you know, like the, yeah. the concept of the skyscraper is neat to me. Yeah. And uh, depending on how much they dive into that will uh, ultimately depend on my score. You got something? Uh, the director has made some funny movies. I think we've talked about this maybe on a past cast, like a trailer talk one time. Or but maybe just yeah, yeah, could just side conversation. But it was... Uh, he made Easy A, Dodgeball, uh, We're the Millers. Oh, wow. So, Interesting. Central Intelligence. So, I feel like mo- like recent uh, comedies. Central Intelligence is the, the Rock Kevin Hart movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, it could be funny, too. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look funny. It doesn't look yeah, funny doesn't at look all. Yeah, it doesn't look funny. I mean, it looks kind of funny, I guess. Does it? The idea that the rock is running full speed off of a crane to jump into a burning skyscraper is pretty funny. Hilarious. <laughs> no, you're right. You convinced me. That's funny. Um, but yeah, just in general, I'm just going to give this a, there's a five and a half right in the middle. I guess five would be in the middle, but five and a half. Um, is that okay. my prediction? That's fair. I think, uh, I think I'm going to hate it. Yeah. Because you should. it's you a summer blockbuster, yeah. and it's like you said, you described it perfectly. I'm not going to describe it again why you go watch this movie, but it has to do with air conditioning. <laughs> and uh, I think I think it's going to lack in story. I think we're not going to see enough cool shit about the building, which I was also excited about. Yeah. Um, and I think it's not going to be very funny. Yeah. So I'm I don't gonna, think it's going to be very funny either. I'm going to say a four out of ten for me. Okay. It's even higher than I thought you were going to say. Uh, yeah, the the outside chance that we'll see some cool shit like in the design of this building is what's giving me a little glimmer of hope here. Yeah, that's what my five and a half is based on, basically. What's in the pearl? What's in the pearl part? You know, like uh, whoever's part running the, the building, probably. Yeah, maybe. You know. Yeah. What if it's just a like some Truman Show st- style, like the guys just chilling in the moon? That's cool. Yeah, I hope you're right. Yeah. Michael, if you're banking on the CGI being good, that's not a good sign. Yeah. This is just, they just recycling Transformers explosions, I'm sure, the whole time. I'm sure. Yeah. But Those are the best explosions. Yeah. They did, Michael make, they did corner the market on explosions. Those are explosions. Yeah. Well, what do you say next week, Munchers? You'll join us too in seeing Skyscraper. Yeah, go see it, and then uh, report back to us. Yeah, looks fun. Yeah, sure. Get out of the sun. Yeah, you're gonna get sunburned. Put some sunscreen on. 
And then go inside just to be safe. Yeah. Watch this movie. It can burn through those buildings. Yeah. You gotta go somewhere dark. Leave your phone in your car. Yeah. Just throw it away before you go into the Throw it away. Get on the plane. Yeah. Well, as always, thanks for munching. I'm Nick Owen. I'm Michael Brown. We'll see you later.